astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Today, let's talk a little therapy. <laughs> therapy. Yeah. I what kind like, of therapy? I feel like we've done a lot of astrology um, episodes back to back. Yes. So why don't we talk about closet therapy? Closet therapy. It's real. It is. <laughs> it's very real. Just think how gleeful sometimes we get. Oh, yeah. I mean, people, like, post pictures of, like, oh, I'm going to drop this stuff off at Goodwill. Like, who? Yeah. <laughs> you're doing that for yourself because you're so excited about, I think, the progress that you've made yes. or the process that you've what, just went yeah, through. Yeah, what is that about? I mean, years ago, back in the 80s when we used to have garage sales all the time, by the end of the afternoon, you were like, yeah, you were just so excited that you'd gotten rid of all this stuff. And that's interesting because we're in a culture of accumulation. Mm-hmm. And here we're getting like this, it's really, it's kind of an intangible, but feeling very free and happy and proud of yourself that you got rid of stuff. And there's a there's an ad in TV, I don't know if you caught it recently, about it's a, it's a junk company that comes and picks up your junk for you. Okay. And um, in the episodes, the homeowner just pushes, pull, points to the stack of whatever it is. And then it, bing, it disappears. Mm-hmm. And then they're just so happy and gleeful. And, you know, it is interesting that that is, that's therapy. So because there's a sense of power of not needing. Ooh, yeah, not needing. Or that's no longer a part of my life and I can separate it from it in a easy way or a neutral way. Yeah, sometimes like if you're getting rid of something that holds some sort of sentimental value, mm-hmm. you've you know you've made progress because you can get rid of it. Maybe you couldn't get rid of it That's right. six months ago or a year, and now you're to the point that you're like, okay, I'm okay that I don't fit in those clothes, or mm-hmm. I'm okay that I don't have that piece of furniture that I owned with someone else. Right. Yeah, all those things. So in essence, we're saying that cleaning out a closet, or and we can expand that, mm-hmm. you know, Drawers. Walk in. I think I call it my garage. It's a walk-in <laughs> closet. You know, what I mean, there's two cars in there, but there's a third bay, yeah. and that's just stacked full. So, we're taking the term closet and applying it pretty liberally. Mm-hmm. But I would tackle the closets. I mean, I, if I was going to prioritize, I would look in the closets first, and then you can get into drawers all day long. Of course, of course, and there's plenty of those in the house. So we could say, give yourself some free therapy this week. By cleaning out some sort of closet, cabinet, filing cabinet drawer, storage locker. So let's give a clue as to how they might, how would they know? How would they know maybe which closet to look at? Oh, I think people know. You think they just know? (laughs) Yeah, it's that closet that you don't go to because it just overwhelms you the second you open it. (laughs) Have you ever had like someone come to your house and they have a coat? And you were too embarrassed to open the coat closet to hang the coat into it. 
Yeah, why well, usually? I mean, so you just avoid that and say, "Oh, just just put your coat down here." Yeah. Because you don't want to open your closet yeah. for them to see maybe the tumble of shoes that's going to come out mm-hmm. or the jammed, you know, hangers that are in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good example. It's a great example, actually. I think that, you know, and I, has there been a point in my life where that's happened to me? Yeah, that, 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 that has happened to me. Um, so basically, think about where you might be embarrassed okay. to open a closet in front of a guest in your home. That would be a big okay. clue right there, yeah. that you would avoid it. Have you ever done this one? If someone's coming to visit and you're picking them up at the airport... Do you open your garage door like when you're coming, driving back home and then you drive them up to your house and you can maybe push the button and the garage door goes up? Do you avoid that and just let's get them out in the driveway <laughs> and then walk them through the front door? I'll go through my garage. You will go? Yeah. Well, good. Well, psh, I'm impressed. You don't need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will say even if, your col- even if your closets aren't something that you're embarrassed by, um, I've always found that... I use the closets as a cure where if I'm not getting something out of life that I want, Mm -hmm. that I immediately go to my closets to start with where to purge. So I I under, I operate under like the idea that, you know, the universe is our ultimate waiter. Like if you went to a Mm -hmm. restaurant, Mm -hmm. you have a server. I've heard that. I've heard that theory. And if your cup is sitting there full, the waiter doesn't know that you need anything more. Right. So... If you were at a restaurant, you'd start drinking your water to kind of get their attention. Like, hey, maybe I want like a soda or maybe mm-hmm. I want something else to drink. So I use my closets kind of as that water glass. And so if I'm sitting with like not as many appointments as I want or whatever, I just like I'm ready for the next thing. I'll purposely go to my closets and f- pick like five things out that I no longer need. And as I'm doing it, I'm setting the intention that I'm emptying my water glass to open myself up to new opportunities. Wow. Wow. Okay, I guess this uh, this course is for me today. Or this, no. <laughs> this, this session is still for me. <laughs> no, because I, I mean, I, but that's the thing. That's We've talked about this. It's not just feng shui. It's not just like you do it once. Right. No, it's ongoing. Because you accumulate things, or I think I'm doing really well, and then a holiday comes along, Christmas comes along, right? And now you have more stuff in your closets, or you just did a shopping haul of new clothes, and now, you know... Did you purge before you went shopping? So it's a constant, but it is something that I go to a lot and think, okay, what's been hanging out in the closets and what can I get rid of? You know, what was it several months back now? We did the pantry. We did. We did a whole episode on the pantry and the pantry is your bank. Yes. Well, I was thinking this weekend, like I went and looked at my pantry again and Mm -hmm. was like, holy smokes, what's happened in here? Yeah. You know, it has really gone downhill. I mean, I cleaned it up at that time, and now it needs a whole nother refresher, so to speak, going through there. Right. So there's a there's a closet if you have a pantry, a walk-in pantry, or just, a, you know, a, a regular pantry. The concept is it, it needs to be tending to. It's like a garden, right? Absolutely. It would be a good time to go back and listen to that pantry episode. It just would Just because be. it's been... Definitely six months, I think, since yeah, we've done that. Yeah, exactly. But here's a bit of history, and yeah. I think I like history. And, uh, you know, the first, um, well, closets weren't always there, right? The armoire came from France, the French, you know, when you didn't have built-in closets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have closets here in the United States until 1882. Wow. The Dakota uh, apartment building in New York City, uh, kind of known for John, or Ono. Oh, oh. John. 
uh, yeah, John Lennon. Lennon, Yoko Ono lived there. But obviously it was uh, built around that time, 1882, and they were the first to advertise. They had a closet. The apartment building. The apartment building. The in, the, in each of the units, they had a closet, and it was one closet, and it was six foot wide okay. and two and a half feet deep. Wow. Basically, you know, small. <laughs> but, it, yeah. you know, and they had zero occupancy. Um, zero, vacancy. Zero vacancy, excuse vacancy. me. Zero vacancy for the first 45 years. The power of I a closet. <laughs> yeah, if anyone, if we started beating anyone down and they started feeling like we were picking on them, uh, we love closets. We have a lot to store. Um, even I think minimalist or people that don't have a lot. Like if you're a minimalist, you can still start to acquire more stuff than you like to have. So everyone falls into this idea of like, okay, we need to purge. So now right. it went from, and I know we won't get too, too into detail with this, but it went from having this one six foot yeah, space. Right. And if we looked at either of our houses, I mean, we yeah. probably have six or seven closets, if right. not more. Um, and now we have things like walk-in closets and like you said, the garage and we have drawers. And I think, I mean, especially for any realtors listening or if you've purchased a house, that's one of the selling points. Look at all the storage <laughs> space. Yes. And the open floor plan has really kind of run counter to that on some level because the less walls you have, generally the less closet space you have, but, uh, uh, people crave it. They'll pay more to have, you know, that extra storage space. Right. So we do consider closets to be dead space or like dead ends. Yeah. And so when you think of like an alley, like mm-hmm. a dark alley, mm-hmm. and you think, oh, like, oh, that's yeah. shady. Like yeah. there's like, some yeah. shady creatures or maybe some rodents, mm-hmm. you know, the closets can kind of take on, they can easily take on that same, well, hopefully not the rodents, but that dead, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they can easily take on that scary feeling or that yeah. dark feel or holding oh. on to things like, Oh, I hope I use my crafts again. Or yeah. like when right. things go in that closet, it's like, Oh no. And that yeah. item, Oh yeah. no, am I going to come out of this closet? It's a dark place. Generally that when we might start right there with some, you know, closet therapy is if you have, if you have a, if you're lucky enough to have a, a light fixture in the closet, you know, you might want to, if you can amp, the wattage up a little bit, get brighter light, or have light accessible in the closet. Yeah, I like there. I found these little chandeliers on Amazon for like under twenty five dollars. Oh my gosh! You have to assemble them yourself, but mm-hmm. it just like it just makes your closet so much more fun. Mhm, mhm. So with that the idea of that dead space, I have seen uh, then on the flip side where people do really cute things to their closet. Oh. Like the, that idea of the chandelier that I just right, gave. Right, And you don't think about that because we do think of closets as this dead space. Yeah, very utilitarian. Yep. So I've seen people put like, especially in the walk-in closets, like artwork on the top. Mm. Or I've seen them put, um, I don't know, like just display their shoes in a way that it looks more like a display versus just storage. So we can use some sort of some of our decorating techniques that we use in other areas of the home in the closet. Yeah, because beauty is a great deterrent to messiness. Right. Like I've even seen people wallpaper the inside of walk-in closets. Yeah. So I know you have a great story, though. We'll we'll still stick on the closets or dead space. (laughs) Well, you know what it is. And on some level, the closets hold memory, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We view something, now we're going to store it, maybe enclose a great example of it. We wore it to the 
big party and now we're going to wait for the next holiday to come or next great occasion we goes back into storage so we know it holds memory and and again i can't say everyone equally but some people it really holds the memory i was in a home um, years ago uh, and you know it was an orderly home there wasn't a thing laying out of place you know i understand that sometimes people probably straighten up before i show up or something of that nature but this was you could tell this is the way she lived mm-hmm. until we got to her master closet it was a walk-in and it just didn't match anything that we had seen up to this point mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so i just opened up with this statement about you know closets hold memory and i you know i didn't go on about that i just said you know you have to look to see what you're stuffing right because okay. it was messy it was messy lot of clothes on the floor things of that nature yeah and within 15 seconds she was telling me her life story about her and her mom mm-hmm. and it was sad it was a sad story it was yeah. a, ba- a story of abandonment okay. and here we are standing in the closet I almost felt like it was a little bit of a confessional <laughs> right yeah that they were and it, that I was and I'm going to say privy I felt I, I you know I felt privileged as she felt safe to say what she said to me but the idea is it didn't match the rest of her house. The rest of her house, everything was really in order, looked great, curbside, wow, you know, walk into the closet. It's a whole different story. Yeah, it, it like, insinuates, like, a backstage story, like, a, a story that's not told, secrets that are being covered up, a facade. Yeah, it's like a restaurant where up front, oh, everything looks beautiful, oh, my gosh. Then you go in the back, and it's like, holy smokes, this is unsanitary, what's going on back here. Right. You know, it takes energy to hold those two dynamics together. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That you're covering something up on some level. Right. So today is all about free therapy. Yep. Okay. We love therapists. We love therapeutic treatments, both we of do. us. Yep. You know, <laughs> but here's a case where you can do something for yourself by tackling a closet. And I would say go to the closet, and you've heard this from me before, mm-hmm. where you swear. Yep. When you're getting something out of the closet, where do you say, oh, shit, or, you know, something stronger than that, you know what I mean? Because you're mad, you're frustrated that you can't get something out or something's toppling over. That's your big clue. Yeah, well, that because that starts to energetically change the energy in your house when you start recognizing these areas in your house that you cuss. Yeah. Because then it changes your dynamic. Yes, your yes. And then the next interaction that you have in your house, there will probably be an overreaction, (laughs) whether it's a person with another thing, with a drawer, right? And then that's where the energy in the house can change. So we try, we want to eliminate those points in the house where we cuss. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great way to to decide what closet you're in. In case you're wondering which one do, do I start on, you know, I would go to that one. I would start there. Well, and even if you feel like my closets actually are in really good shape, I would just start to oh. beautify them. Yeah. Um, yes. If you're at that stage, that's yeah. a wonderful stage to be at. Because I had um, a client that we were talking about uh, her relationship corner in her house. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, it's just my closet. Oh, yes. Like, okay. What's in your closet? <laughs> right? Like, it, they don't get dismissed because we assume that it's like a hidden point in our house like behind closed doors behind closed yeah, doors it's not it right. still takes you know takes into account what's in that area so i had said like okay but tell me what's going on in that closet like mm-hmm. is it clean or all the clothes off the floor yes 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 okay 
is there any artwork? And she's like, oh, I do have one piece of artwork in there that I've loved since I was a kid. I can't get rid of it. Mm. Okay. Okay, let's hear it, Send right? Me a picture, yeah. right? And it was the back of a woman's body. And she was like sitting on the floor, cross-legged. She was a dancer. Oh, so she was okay. kind of like in a yeah. pose okay. where, right. but it was just the her back. Right. And you could see like the silhouette of her face and like her bun. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's interesting because that's in her relationship area. And I knew right. she was starting a business where she was... Um, advertising to women mm-hmm. where women was her right. clientele yeah, that was her target market yeah and I said okay we have to take that picture out of the relationship corner and so she's like okay I've always just loved this picture I said, just take it down mm-hmm. just tuck it away somewhere for a week tell me what happens and then she booked like three or four major clients that week just by mm-hmm. taking down um, that image so yeah, boy, that, you know, that's such a great story because closets are not lesser space. Right. Again, I used a very kind of superficial suggestion that you might be embarrassed to open a closet in front mm-hmm. of a guest. Well, it is superficial, but it really gets to there's something about what's going on in that closet that you're uncomfortable with. Right. And that's even if you can't see it or I can't come into your house and see it first glance, doesn't mean that it's important. It's your space. It's your house. It's your closets. It's true. I think I feel even like lighter when my closets, like it's something weird. Like I feel like not weight wise, like not pound wise, but like I feel like bogged down when my closets are full. Like, and I, even though I can't see it, it's like I can energetically feel it in the house. And like when I first moved into the house, because I didn't have anything when I moved in, I loved it. Because it was like, it was so light and airy and I felt like I was even like less tied down. I I was traveling more. I could go out more. Yeah. And then as over just the years, because I'm going on like six years now in the house, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to get back to, you know, and I keep, keep purging through the stuff, you know, being more discriminative. What can I get rid of? What am I not using? But you still, you do start just collecting more stuff that... And, and how old are you, Kate? I know, 36. <laughs> She's 36. Yeah. You know, in, in like, you know, almost double that, you know. Mm-hmm. The concept is, um, think of what, what I have in my closet, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. I mean, I work on them as well, and I must say this very, well, I was putting together the notes yesterday yeah. for this podcast, and uh, I got up from my desk. I was in my office, which I have upstairs, and I thought, that's it. And I had three filing cabinets, three full-size, four-drawer filing cabinets in my office. And I said, that's it. That third filing cap is going to go. Well, I had started this project I don't know, about a year ago. I thought, I'm going to get rid of this filing cabinet. And so I started emptying it. Well, I was down to one full drawer left. And I got down on my hands and knees in the <laughs> office, to, you know, sorting that bottom filing cabinet and getting it, you know, everything we shuffled around. And um, with the help of you and, and Mikey, mm-hmm. we were able to get that filing cabinet down last night, down down to the garage, and it's going to go out to the curb here shortly. But the point is, I was so motivated. I, I was putting together the words and kind of an outline of what we're going to talk about. And I said, no, you need to do it. You're going to talk about this stuff? You better <laughs> live it, Mary, you know, and get rid of this. And lighten, it lightens the office. It, it made me smile this morning to see it gone. And again, it goes back to where we started, that idea of stuff leaving in our life sometimes gives us just as much joy I agree. as something showing up in our life. <laughs> I agree. I agree. 
So, you know, stuff can weigh us down. We know that. We do. Already. But Yeah, I think there's books even on like weight loss through getting oh, yeah. rid of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's more. You may you know, you somebody else may laugh, oh, you're making a big deal out of that, that you got that lamp thrown out, you did this or that type of thing. But it's a personally a very freeing experience. And I lived it yesterday. I'm still living it. Still living it this morning. When I got up and went into the office this morning, it's like, oh my God, it looks so much nicer without that filing cabinet there. Yeah, I totally agree. Even and so yours is like a front of the house experience where yes. you can see it. Yes. But I do think energetically, even when it's in the closet and you can't see it, you oh, can yes. still yes. feel it in in the home. Yeah. Everything yeah. that you said, but yeah. it works. Yes. A filing cabinet is it's just like a, you know, it was like a closet. It <laughs> was. Know, paper. And paper from eons ago. I was going to say, yeah, we started that process a couple of years trying to get you paperless. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still not paperless. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm still working on it, but it really does challenge me a lot. So this week, free therapy, start to tackle your closets. If you think about it, um, do a before and after picture. Yeah. Um, feel free to submit those just because we love to hear client stories and then what happens. Um, after you make those changes and if you're so inclined to set an intention while you do it, uh, when you're getting rid of these things, I do think you're kind of doubling down on your time. <laughs> you're being more productive when you're setting an intention for your cleaning time. Yes. Not only are you getting something clean, but then you're also getting something else out of it that you're, you're focusing on, you're affirming. Right. Oh, I have one last tip as well, though. Yeah. Uh, decorative boxes. Okay. Decorative boxes are some way to add beauty to the space. If you have some stuff that needs to be stored, you know, then you put it in decorative boxes. I mean, all the most important stuff in my home is in a decorative box. Yeah. And again, they're not sitting out. They're sitting on shelves in closets. But the concept is, at least I wanted to, I told, I had a conversation with Bill. I said, you know what? If something happened to both of us, you know, I'd, I just want it to be obvious. Where's the, where's the important stuff? And this could be emotional, sentimental, things of that nature. But I said, you know, we just need to signal this to make it easier for whoever is coming here, oh you know, and looking at stuff and trying to assess, okay, what was this? They must have thought it was important. It's in a decorative <laughs> box. <laughs> That's kind of funny, actually, so, isn't it? <laughs> just to clarify on that, she's saying instead of using like those clear uh, shoebox containers right. that she, Michael's is the only pl- the place that I think of like right off the top of my head. Michael's usually has those boxes yeah. outside right. the store, and they have different fun floral prints on them. Or and there are labels on. on the outside, so you, you know you know what you got in there. I mean, I don't want to overstate it. I don't have. Well, I do have quite a few of them. Yeah, but, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but the point but, is, it's one way to add beauty. When you open your closet, you've got all these beautiful floral or, you know, pinstriped or polka-dotted boxes. They, it's, just, it's just more fun to look at than just... Well, and I think because you can't see through them, which might be might go against some people, organizer. Yes. Yeah, I'm not putting my shoes in them. No. Right. But it also just makes it look more consistent because you can't see different colors poking through or, oh, that one's really full and that one's not. It yeah, does just give it a There's very... some drawbacks there. No, I'm saying that it's good because it looks more beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like, okay, I'll take that. I'm just saying the typical organizer, if they're dealing with someone that has yes. a clutter like problem or something, I don't know, that they might not. I get it. Not for everyone, but it's just an idea of it how to bring idea. beauty into storage. Absolutely. So before we go today, um, yesterday we were just looking up our podcast and kind of deciding, um, you know, we're in the process of launching 
something new for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mother's Day weekend is the weekend we decided to, to launch this new thing that we're coming out with. In honor of, you know, mom and me, astrology, yeah. right? Yes. Um, and so in doing so, we were just doing some research on our podcast last night, and we found out that we're actually ranking in the top 5% of podcasts in the United States, which yeah. we thought, like, wow, how freaking cool is that? Right. Um, we were... It was great. It was very exciting, very insightful. So it really comes down to consistency and then, of course, the listeners. So we just wanted to thank everyone um, for listening. And if you're so inclined to leave us a review, um, either on your Apple podcast is probably the easiest way. If you don't have an Apple phone, I think you can go online and um, go to listennotes.com and leave a review. We would greatly appreciate that. That just helps our ranking um, even more and helps us get our message out to more people yet. So that's the goal. Yeah. (laughs) We want this to be mainstream language, the language of astrology, the language of feng shui. I don't, I mean, that is the goal. That is the goal for people not to go, that's weird or that type of thing. I don't believe in that. You know, no, this, there's this, I think it's irrefutable that there's, there's some validity to both of those schools of thought. (laughs) We wouldn't be doing it. No. (laughs) We didn't think that. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you guys so much for listening um, this week, and we look forward to talking to you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.